Hey guys, some great news before the episode starts. Uh, remember back in late April, early May, or perhaps December 2019, we're not exactly sure when we told you we were going to have three pieces of merch. Well, guess what? We have them. Guess what else? We times it by two because we're suckers. We have six pieces of merch. And uh, I tell you what, Sai, let them know what's going on. Yeah, I'm psyched about it. Uh, my brother Jess did some of them. My wife Jenna, who's a very talented artist, did some of them. Correct. Our friend Annie, who's an incredible artist, did uh -huh. some of them. We got a couple of Kevin the Dog uh, pieces. We got a Ask Me About Chad's Dad. We got uh, the old school Uncle Ronnie in there. We got a Death Row Records label uh, ripoff in there. We got a whole, and, and we got what? We got coffee mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, stickers. The whole fucking bang, whatever you want, it's all in there. The only thing I will tell people, Chad, is if you are uh, if you are bigger of it, like if you're a big human being, like my brother Greg, or if you're somebody who needs larger than a double XL, you'll have to scroll all the way down to the bottom of our store. That's where the uh, the larger options are because of the way the store was set up. So, and that's where I'll be. If you're scrolling all the way to the bottom, be sure to say hi to me. Because I'll be there with these two tits. So we should probably also tell them the website. Uh, that would be the grown-up thing to do after taking two <laughs> decades to start the store. Middleofsomewherepodcast.com. There's a button for merch. Uh, look through it. We really hope you love it. We, the artist did a great job. Um, enjoy the show. I just wanted to say quickly, Fring, frong, fring, frong, Kevin the dog. Yeah. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Across from me via the internet and four or five states, depending on the route you take, is Cyrus Amundsen. It's wonderful to be here, Chad. Two weeks in a row. Let's see if we can make it three. <laughs> I was, so I always think I should be saying like, uh, and joining me as always, but, I, but we're not there yet. And joining me as sort of always. Yeah, no, it's really good to be here. I'm excited to, as my throat almost falls out of my body. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the back-to-back the -back appearances. This is going great. I think it's going great, too. Now, let me tell you what else I think is going great. Whatever you've done with your setup, it's different. I'm getting less full nostril. So I don't know if you raised your computer up. What'd you do? No, wait, so I went... Uh, it used to, because I have a computer with a second monitor, like a Wall Street trader. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I have uh, the computer used to be kind of at a side angle, but I would look at your big face on the yeah. main monitor. So you were getting you were getting the 
kind of like artistic side angle of my nostrils. And so I did, I went out today and I bought a webcam. Like I'm going to finger myself for businessmen. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you said webcam, 45 jokes entered my brain. Yeah. And then you just went straight to finger and uh, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, if anybody wants to pay me upwards of $30 an hour, I'll come on my own feet on this brand new Logitech video camera that attaches to the Webernet. Webernet? Webernet. Webernet sounds like a custom apron a dad wears to grill. Oh, yeah, I got my Webernet. I think a Webernet uh, sounds like yarn slippers for a duck. Oh, that's fun. I went to Best Buy to get this. Time out. First of all, this episode is brought to you by Logitech. Uh, it's not. But I do want to say well, I got okay, 30 bucks all, right now. First I got 30 bucks right now to make you prove it. Okay. I mean, I'm going to have to tilt the webcam down. It's going to be kind of a top angle shot. So you're not also going to get to see my face. That's $70. I would make a dynamite cam girl. So uh, I had to go to Best Buy to get said webcam and weirdly the best buy I, I was looking at it on my phone i was like trying to figure out where i had to go in the morning and they're open at eight o'clock which i think is probably earlier than most best buys i would think so too i was like who the fuck is at a best buy at eight o'clock in the morning well chad all the old people in the world <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet they're looking I, for deals. I've never, I don't even understand it. I got there at like 8.15 and I'm, you know, you and I all exaggerate to be funny. I'm not exaggerating. There had to have been 40 elderly people in this store. I don't know what it is about old people in the morning. I know they have to get up to pee a lot because I'm starting to, but it's like they think the early bird special happens everywhere, even Best Buy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if there was a shuffleboard tournament in the back or if there was like a wake for a refrigerator from their era that was happening in the Best Buy. Yeah, is it is it sample day at Best Buy? Because that brings out old people like I've never seen before. I bet you sample day is responsible for 250,000 old person COVID deaths. They, they I, I left after I got my webcam and I expected to see like a, some you know one of those shuttles that goes to a nursery home we're like second tuesday of each month we you know that's best buy day so we get a bunch of seniors in there and they get real confused and ask questions about contraptions it was fucking bananas <laughs> how can that many old people need that level of technology what are you guys doing here yeah it's probably like they haven't been able to see their grandkids or something and so they're going in there for whatever that fancy new deal is where the tv's always on so it's like you live with the person but through a tv i can't remember what it's called also home shopping network just a, <laughs> just a just a quick thing for the listeners um i also caught him say nursery home and we all know it's nursing home so save your messages uh well actually I don't know if you know this, but both my grandpas were in a nursery home. I did not know that. Yep. They, uh, they both, they were required to wear diapers. They were fed by bottle. It was a very <laughs> unique situation. It was, it was the 80s. So it was a new age, you know, unproven take on how to care for elderly as they neared the end of their lives. <laughs> and they, they just helped plants. Yeah, it, it didn't, it the, didn't the, stick. They're in, their, 
<laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Probably because uh, Ben Stiller was one of the people working there. My fingers hurt. Well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. The, uh, I, you know, I remember kind of one thing that used to make me very sad. Well, I don't want to say sad. I think when grandparents or when people get old, you hit something on the head. They like, they'll buy gifts for people to stay mm -hmm. really yeah. connected to them because young people are fucking horrible. While you're young, <laughs> you don't recognize how hard it is and lonely it is to be alone. Sure. And so anything you can do as a grandparent, you're like, I bought you a dog made of money. Like whatever you can do to have, <laughs> once your grandkid gets to be like 11 and they don't want to fuck with anything but their friends anymore. Yeah. That's a really tough thing. And I, you know, my grandma always, you know, she was every time, dude, I was like 28 years old leaving to get on a plane with a plane ticket that I bought to go to a house that I paid for in rent with all clothes that I bought. And both she and my great aunt Dorothy would be like, here's $20. Get you and Jenna a nice meal. And it was like, it's like yep. one of, I fucking love it. I love it so much. I have this box just filled with cards. I didn't even spend mm -hmm. the money. I just have this box. Don't, and listen to me fucking, don't you come to my house. It's not, it's, <laughs> uh, it's hidden. But I have, I always thought that was so great. So, but then the other side of it is it's actually, I also at times, with not my grandma because we were close and she lived with us, but when you think of an old person doing that, there's also some sadness to it. Oh, absolutely. And then I became uh, a disease-ridden 37-year-old man who doesn't do much, and I'm trying to buy my nephew and nieces. Like, I'm like, what do you want? What do you want a fucking car, man? Just drive the car to my house. I, I'll, I'll buy you whatever you like. I'm buying gifts for everybody. Now that I am, yeah. my body is that of an old person's. I'm starting to understand the importance of using your financial means to lure your loved ones into your presence. I'm going to go absolutely apeshit. So my daughter is, this is her senior year. Mm -hmm. And so I'm already thinking about empty nest. I try not to worry about stuff before it happens. But, you know, I do I do consider it. And so I'm thinking about grandkids. And if my fucking grandkids don't talk to me and come over to my house a ton, then I'm going to start taking away their stuff. And if they go, well, my dad bought me this, I'll be like, yeah, but your dad was able to buy you that because of the shit I did. So I'm taking that back two generations. I'm stealing that back and I'm not going to let them have anything. Because you need to come to my fucking house and make sandcastles with me. I bought a goddamn lake cabin so we could have a little fun. Dude, you're, I've, I've thought this forever. And I, I, I used to say it to be funny. Like, unless you adopt some more kids, I don't know what you're going to do on your next albums. But <laughs> I actually, in a non-joking way, I think you're the perfect candidate to adopt like a 12-year-old. I think you provide a good structure. And although there's that... Hey, oh, I'm, you know, I can live my life now. I don't, I don't know how much you're going to love that. I think you're the sort of guy who, what, here's the question. Will your ex-wife split custody on an adopted 12-year-old? Because that'd be a nice situation. <laughs> I can tell you no. I can also tell you, I don't know that I have the patience to adopt a 12-year-old. This is going to sound horrible, but think about all the 12-year-olds that have been, have been adopted. And then think about how many Disney movies there are about success stories. There's fucking two. 
So that's not a great Which percentage two? of success stories. I don't know. One of them is a kid rides a bike and he ends up being a real cool BMX guy. I just I just watched it about a month ago. Okay. Uh, but uh, there's not a classic. So I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it because when you're 12, when I was 12, I was set in my ways. I mean, I was already starting shit in my house to get my parents to get divorced because I was sick of having too many rules. Yeah, you were trying to so un- you were trying to unparent trap them. Absolutely. I mean, I would sneak booze into into the uh, drunk tank from for my dad. Just be like, "Keep it up, buddy. We're not quitters. Daniels don't quit." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my parents, uh, you know, they're fucking psychos, man. They adopted <laughs> three teenage girls, you know, and I love my sisters and I love my parents and I think it was amazing. But yeah, when I think about me doing that, go fuck you. What are you, what, are you, what is wrong with you? And my sister Emily, she adopted three kids. One was a teenager, one was a 10-year-old, and one was a 9-year-old. And, you know, they always say that it's really, you're right, they're set in your ways, you've dealt with a lot. That's a, that's a tough it's a lot tougher than getting a hold of a child really young and being able right. to shape them. But all six of those kids I just mentioned have turned out fantastic. But yeah, there's no way. If Jenna was like, should we adopt a teenager? I'd be like, I don't know. Should we stick a bunch of knives inside my taint? Why? What are you talking about? No. No, we shouldn't adopt <laughs> think- a teenager. You want to, I'm, I walk around like an elderly man do you I don't I can't have the meanest type of person in my house right now yeah I think for sure that you everyone should adopt a teenager if there are teenagers near you that need adoption yes. please do it yes I can't do it because I will tell you this my daughter's 17 and I rely on the memories of when she was three and smiling and dancing around in a princess dress to not fucking kill her what? I mean I need those memories or I would go absolutely nuts. Here's what I will tell you, because Jen and I, if I ever get remotely healthy, we will adopt. And what they tell you when you're going to adopt is, you know, you're like, yeah, if you can't adopt a teenager, do it. But you can only, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, because when you go into the adoption world, there are kids of all ages, there are kids with special needs, there are so many situations. And, you know, there are people who make you feel, even though you're committing this wonderful act of adoption, they'll make you feel selfish or like a bad person if you're, but you have to be honest, like, I don't think in our situation we could care for someone in this situation. So, yeah, yes, I completely agree. I have dated, I have dated people that they'll wake up and they'll be like, oh, I don't really feel good today. I feel a little anxious. And I'm like, what am I, a fucking miracle worker? Get out of here. We did not, we, this wasn't here when we started dating. What's happening? And I just freak and they're like, oh, I was just trying to explain. I don't need an explanation. I'm such a spaz and such a horrible fucking, uh, well, I don't want to say person, partner. I'm going to say partner. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I have dated a bunch of adopted teenagers. And I got to tell you, it is so hard to get them to emotionally connect. Like, yes. Do we both like the Outer Banks? Sure. Yes. Do we both <laughs> like joggers and think they look dope as fuck? Absolutely. But when it comes to emotionally connecting and really trying, trying to build something, you know, we're not in the same mental middle school. 
<laughs> I am in the same mental middle school. I'm also going to tell you this. Love Outer Banks and I do love joggers. That's why I use those examples. You're also wearing a okay, hat nice. right now that can only be yeah. described as Tony Hawk. Oh, interesting. I describe it as the only hat that fits my giant head. Yep. Yep. You've got Rick Osman disease. Whatever. I don't know who that is, but I will tell you this. I know that on a lot of hats, with the adjustable hats, there's only one you know, when you click it, you click the back mm -hmm. to adjust it. There's only one click. I'm only one. So it actually, it looks absolutely ridiculous. So I have to buy this big giant hat and then I can click a bunch of them in the back. Feels good. Yeah. Well, I mean, and plus it fits in when you go to the skate park. I think you, I think you, Thank you. I, you do. I think you can pull off that go to the skate park and one kid's like, what's that fucking weirdo going? What's he here for? And they go, oh, no, 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 no. Look at him. Look how he's dressed. Clearly, he was pro years ago. <laughs> Either that or they're like, no, 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 don't worry about it. He's dating one of these adopted teenagers. <laughs> they're like, oh, what, what is he going to film? Uh, the chubby version of ridiculousness? <laughs> hey, I, uh, I brought Olivia to see a college. First of all, let me tell you this. You were talking about I'm going to need to adopt kids to, for my act to keep going. Uh, the people of Irvine, California would agree. I uh, was using some of my opinions in my act, and there was a lot. One guy just yelled out, bullshit. It was amazing. Oh, God, it was so much fun. And finally, I just go, uh, guys, I have opinions too, okay? Not just kids. Like, really, really had to spaz out about it. So, yeah, Olivia and I went out to Orange County. I, I was working on the weekend at Irvine. By the way, thanks for everyone that came out, by the way. I would like to say that. I would also, oh, you know what? I have to say something. When Kevin Bozeman was on and I told everyone, hey, go see his special. Uh, even if you have to travel, normally I think traveling for comedy is dumb. I need to take that back. What? Wh because it sounded like I meant people that travel for comedy is dumb. I think that was my... Uh, my self-esteem Yeah, that was pure you thinking that you don't have any value, so why would anyone come see you? That's exactly what it was. And so I didn't mean to say people that travel for comedy are dumb. I meant to say, like, uh, well, I don't uh, like myself, so why would you come see me? You don't feel like you have worth. I am worthy of love. Um, okay, so just want to get that out there. an adopted so, teenager. So I was in... <laughs> So I was in Irvine, and Olivia went to check out a college. And I have to tell you something. Uh, the college she went to, it's, it's, uh, to check out, is a very nice college. It is a, a top university. It is a private school. Irvine um, Community College, I got it. Yep, yep. And I think I would go there. Okay. I mean, the way they were selling this thing was amazing. But there was one, one girl... We went in and it was freshman orientation week, so there weren't any guided tours. So we had the app okay. on. I had the app on my phone and we were going to do just the the virtual tour. Not virtual, but it's like the app and you walk around. And Wouldn't, so we isn't go that way better though? Did you you want to go on a guided tour? Guided tours make me want to chop my dong off. Well, but in technology any Technology not only makes me want to chop my dong off, it makes me want to dig it out with a spoon so I have an any. I mean, I hate it so much because I'm not good at technology. So we go into the information center and we could have gotten these bracelets to go to brunch. But, you know, this stupid no lying thing. I go, 
uh, they go, are you a, are you a student? And I'm like, yeah, she's a prospective student. And they say, oh, are they, uh, you know, is she going to transfer or is she first year? And I said, oh, we're just, we're just here touring. And, they, and then all of a sudden, all hands go up. They're like, we can't help you. It's freshman orientation week. we got too much shit going on. I was like, no problem. So we go outside. I'm trying to use the app. I'm getting frustrated. This guy named Brandon on the app is, I think, doing a great job. But he's trying to be too funny too often. So I'm ready to break my phone because like I try to fast forward. flight attendant who launches into a routine. Oh, yeah. When you land, we get it. The plane's a horse. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that actually happened to me one time. And everyone was laughing. And I'm like, I got to get off this goddamn airplane. It's too much. And so uh, it was Frontier. Frontier Airlines. I'll just throw that out there. And so... Frontier Airlines, the airline that names all their planes after a fucking animal. You're like, I, we get it. We get it that, that some, somebody, you know, with an art degree painted a bobcat on one of the wings. But I don't care that. Oh, and, and just one more note. Today you're flying with Jeffrey the bobcat. Fuck you, Frontier. Quit charging me for how you, water. How do you feel about Frontier? You like them? So... We're there, and then this girl comes out that was in the information center. Her name's Jessica, and she sees us with the app, and she goes, oh, hey, it's you guys again. How's everything going? We're like, great, just doing the tour with the app. And she, she looks exhausted, by the way, because they have been going for three straight days on this freshman orientation. She says, you know what? I have uh, 15 minutes before I have to be back. Do you, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to eat this sandwich as we walk, but I can give you a quick mini tour. And I'm like, well, I Whoa. like this quite a bit. And so we go around, and and she's telling us all of the, um, like all of the, uh, you know, the, hey, there's nine libraries, and every librarian has at least a master's degree in that area of the library. So if you need help, you know, getting information for some research, they can point you in the right direction. I'm just going crazy about this school. College librarians, like I've always said, smartest people on the planet Earth. Oh, here we go. It's not not That's a bit. A shout out. My mom's the smartest yeah, person anyone's ever met. It's a very yeah, hard degree. I, I made fun of her for it for 20 years, and then I asked somebody <laughs> if it was a hard degree, and they're like, what are you, the dumbest? It's fucking terrible. It's a difficult degree. Yeah, it absolutely is. And then they went on to get even a master's degree. So yeah. it was crazy. So I'm loving the school. Then Christian, guest on the show, one of my best friends, mm -hmm. he went to school at this place. He shows up, and he goes, I'll give you the tour. So we were waiting for him initially. But I'm glad that the Jessica showed up because when Christian shows up, he's walking around like, oh, yeah, that's where uh, that's where we used to get wasted. You can hide under these stairs and get <laughs> wasted. There's no cameras here. And then the football field late at night. If you go to this gate, you can get in like drink and have sex in the bleachers and stuff. And I was like, what are you what's happening? We call this the butthole blowjob bathroom. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Don't." laughs> yeah, I just I mean, and I know Christian and love him to death. And so I should have uh, I should have known that was happening. It got to the point. Hey, Olivia, where it's the, the cocaine tour, cafeteria. It's back behind the regular cafeteria. <laughs> he just feels behind a bush. He goes, no way. My weed is still here. <laughs> so we end up going. We're touring the area. There's a place called Old Town. And this. And so we go there for lunch. And he goes, oh, my God, this is the bar we went to. And we actually had gone there. So now Olivia's tour is over. I tell her to go into this little boutique and we go in, shot a Jameson, uh, you know, grab a Guinness. And we're just all of a sudden I don't realize 
I've left my daughter alone for an hour in this boutique. So I go, I mean, I'm the worst tour guide of all time. I picture when she goes with her mom, her mom's a professor and it's going to be so much better than what I, so now Olivia, when she's asked like, Hey, what do you think of this school? She's just like, Oh, they have a, a really nice boutique that lets you stay in there when you're abandoned by your father for one hour. I, I was nuts, but it was such a fun trip. I like to think of her mom asking her about the college. She's like, how was the visit? Pretty good. Um, you know, we didn't have a tour scheduled, which I wasn't aware of when we headed there. So I didn't really <laughs> see a lot from an original tour standpoint. Then uh, an exhausted 20-year-old spoke through a sandwich to show us 15 minutes of the campus. And then one of dad's best friends told me, uh, you know, all the drug spots. So. But I did yep, get to go. Perfect. I did get to go into a store for an hour by myself while he drank. So it was great. <laughs> so when Dad comes, he already has a place that he knows where to go to get his Guinness. Yeah, it's, it's it was the perfect tour. But she had a lot of fun. She loved the school, and she may go. She may go. She's very excited about it, and I'm very excited about it too because that means I get to leave Minnesota in the winter and go visit my daughter at college. And as soon as Daddy gets healthy. You can bring your, your butt out there and we can do live episodes in the middle of somewhere because I need to be where the sunshine is uh, or I'm oh, going to fall perfect. apart. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I'll, I'll let her know so she tries extra hard to get in. Yeah, well, don't fucking let us down, Olivia. Okay, I, can't wait, I can't wait around for Chad to adopt a teenager and then hope that kid <laughs> is a genius so they get into this school. So I don't, I don't know if we need to push her into extra extracurricular activities. But let's make some shit happen for sure. I'm into it. I'm into it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, you know, I'm always walking stairs Yep, for my exercise. Uh, I know I, I have a friend down here who's a basketball coach. Okay. And he was like, I was talking to him about going to try to find some exercise uh, places and he goes you know that the school that I coach at has a gymnasium and they've got big bleachers it's a pretty big gymnasium and they're open all the time they're not the ones that they that you fold out it's like a stadium oh nice so like, and the doors are open all day long because we're doing like training and stuff like that nobody's there just just come walk and if anybody asks say you're with me and I was like awesome and so that's yeah, what that I works. was doing for the first couple weeks I was down here and then I don't know how because I, I, when did you start school? When did like, not college, but school? When did that start for you? It was after Labor Day, right? It's, the, it's always the Tuesday after Labor Day. My whole Minnesota. life. I don't think it's like that everywhere. You ask like a kid in Ohio, they're like, well, we started in July. 
Yeah, I have, I have a friend that her kids go in Atlanta and they start at the beginning of August because they get little mini breaks throughout the year. See, and I don't dig that. I would rather start in September and in the end of May to have three full months yes. of summer than to have a couple long fucking weekends. You know, it doesn't, Yep. it don't do it for me, brother. So, exactly. especially since I ain't much for school. Well, I remember talking to friends from out of state and they were like, uh, oh yeah, we're, we're off for spring break right now. And I was like, spring break? Do you mean the Monday after Easter? That's all I got. So it's like the only yep. day, yeah, the only day we had off. Yeah, you, oh, you guys, where'd you guys go for spring break? Oh, Cozumel, where'd you go? Well, it was, we had an extra day, so Ma, Pa, and I drove to Arkansas. <laughs> so I'm in this school, and I, I, don't, I just didn't connect that they might be starting school soon. And so I go, and I walk in, and in the gym, there is a volleyball practice going on. Okay. And if it was a men's basketball practice, I'm doing stairs. Yep. It's a high school volleyball. I'm not going to just go in there just, eh, eh, stairs, like... No one's going to yeah. believe, I, I, I can't pull the, I have a disease, I'm exercising stairs. They're going to be like, is your disease being a fucking creep? Get out of here, man. <laughs> so, but it's this giant school. It's one of those, you know, in, in movies when you see a prom and you're like, what the fuck is this? Or you're, yeah, you're, how's it so big? Yeah, your prom was in like a, an American Legion or some shit. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm, gum, I'm just like, there's got to be other staircases in this giant fucking school. So I go walking around, and then I get a phone call. And so I take the phone call. It's like a 20-minute phone call. So now I'm just a random guy talking on a phone in a school that I have no connection mm -hmm. to. And then all of a sudden, I start hearing noise. And then it's like a zombie movie where just kids and parents are like fucking everywhere. And, oh, wow. And because of the, you know, I hate to get political on you. I don't want to make any of you fellas turn our station off because we're talking about the events of the world. But, uh, you know, <laughs> Uncle Si is immunocompromised, and this Delta variant is butt-fucking those people, even if I haven't gotten my booster shot yet, even if they have the, the vaccine, you know. Mm -hmm. Baby needs to be protected. So, and, and our rheumatologist literally said last time we were there, and this is a guy who was being a little carefree about the virus as soon as the vaccines came out. We're like, hey, dude, don't you see sick fucking people, man? Maybe you should dial it up a notch. <laughs> but then the last time we saw him, he had dialed up a notch. He goes, the one thing I'm going to tell you is stay away from anyone under the age of 18. Uh, you know, and that, they, wasn't even about, that wasn't even about COVID. He knew one of my best friends was trying to marry an adopted teenager. And so actually he, he just, he saw you in Best Buy buying a webcam. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, if you could just stay away from anyone under 18, that'd be great. So, uh, I start freaking out. Like, you know, this is like, it's, there's, that's a lot of kids. And I'm like, I'm darting through halls to try to get the fuck out of there. And then I like walk by this uh, this like it looks like a computer room, but I look in and it also looks like this giant auditorium, like multimedia room. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck? And then sure. I see this staircase, and I'm like, holy shit! It's this giant continuous staircase that like it like winds all the way through so many stairs. I'm like, this is perfect. And so then I was like, well, there's a lot of people here. Somebody's probably gonna come in here, but no one's in here right now. COVID safe. Daddy needs a sweat. 
And so I just start piping these stairs. <laughs> and I'm probably 12 minutes in, and the teacher comes in. And I'm like, God damn it. Oh. I've had to talk to the police about this so many times. And he just goes, excuse me, what is this? <laughs> and I go, oh, and I, I was like, oh, this is weird. I'm sorry. You know, coach said that I could be in a school. And then all of a sudden there are all these kids. And I, I have an autoimmune disease. And he goes, what autoimmune disease? And I was like, I was like, psoriatic spondylitis. And he goes, I have psoriatic arthritis. What? Yeah. So, and then he was like, he felt, I think he felt really bad for me, which was, I guess, cool. And, uh, you know, and so he just like, let me finish up my walk. And then he was like, oh, wow. He's like, gave me his cell phone number. He's like, anytime, <laughs> man. And then I had to fucking zombie killer my way through. Dude, and I know, I know no one wants to hear it, but. It's, it's different in different areas. If you're in a certain businesses, are more people wear masks. Certain, you know, parts of the state wear more masks. Yep. And this place, dude, there was like, it's, I'm not trying to make a statement. I'm just trying to point out the humor of the situation where my rheumatologist was like, could you stay away from children? And then all of a sudden I was in, <laughs> stuck in a building trying to escape with hundreds of children entering. Like a, like a, like a fucking, you know, they're a Trojan horsing their way into my airspace. <laughs> I love that your guy said, hey, stay away from kids. And you go, I will, as soon as I go uh, to a high school to walk stairs. Well, when I first started walking stairs there, there weren't, there weren't really kids. And it's big open area. I didn't know it was going to be orientation night at the school. <laughs> you, you pass a big sign that says, welcome back, K through 12. And you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> That must be me. It's Thank a weird you. nickname. No one calls me that, but I love it. <laughs> hey, K-12. So I hate to go back to uh, the Adopted LA trip. Adopted teenagers? The, oh, LA trip. The, 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 orange, the Orange County trip. It wasn't even LA. But uh, we stayed at this place that was right across from the Huntington Beach Pier uh. because I'd done, some, I, no, I'd done some research. Olivia loves surfing. She loves Bethany Hamilton. Uh, the surf aspect of it, like she can quote Soul Surfer, just it's it's crazy. Who's Bethany so, Hamilton? Bethany Hamilton is the lady that the surfer that got her arm bitten. That's off, what I thought. She's yeah. So she goes and speaks and really influences young minds, and uh, you know has some really horseshit opinions. Surprisingly, not to not surf. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, uh, you know, I, you know, I love that she, she. Uh, listen, her and I would disagree politically. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. She. Uh, Aren't you always impressed with people who can handle things so much differently than like? I, I'm not saying my life would fall apart if I lost an arm. You know, because I'm living with this bullshit. I'm doing. I would rather yeah. not have an arm than this bullshit. I'm not trying to turn this into a competition. Should we rank the things that I wish I had that weren't this? Uh, but I do, like, when you hear the, those people who are like, yeah, uh, Jacob got his leg gnawed off by a gator, but that ain't going to stop him from driving fan boat through the swamp. Like, if I, right. dude, if I get my arm munched by a shark, I, I ain't going in front of people and saying anything other than, and I don't know why, I think I carried the fan boat character in there. Like, I ain't going in. <laughs> if I'm a motivational speaker, I go, guys, I'm going to tell you about how to overcome 
even the most difficult adversities in your life. But first and foremost, do not surf. Don't. Oh, I got. Don't go. I surfing. got a mosquito bite. I got a mosquito bite on my pinky knuckle, and I didn't go outside for a week. Right. Right. Yeah. So you don't. You don't have to worry about me ever getting back in the fucking water ever again. Even if a, a shark nudged me like they do, they come up and nudge just to test what they're dealing with. If a shark nudged me, I'd be like, oh yeah, I don't shower or any of that shit just in case a shark comes out. If a shark could, if I'm laying on my board before getting up on the surf, a shark could come up next to me, kiss me on the cheek and tell me I'm pretty and I'm moving to Kansas. <laughs> so we were Huntington Beach and I got this hotel because the uh, U.S. Open regionals are right across the street from this hotel and Olivia loves surfing. So we go over there, we're checking it out. And there are so many perks of this hotel that I did not know about. We get there the first night and the guy behind the desk is like, oh, we also have free s'mores. You can go over to our fire pits and make free s'mores. And I was like, well, this this just got very interesting and you guys just lost a lot of money. That's that's explains why you're hiding beneath that big hooded sweatshirt today. (laughs) <laughs> cookies and cream uh got a little s'mores on his tits so the the second night we are there and we're making s'mores and you, you know there's eight seats at the fire and there's only two of us it's olivia and i so this lady comes over and she goes hey do you mind if i use some of your fire and we're like absolutely please do and she is a chatty kathy and she starts uh asking a bunch of questions and she starts telling us about herself and then she starts saying, like, oh, you should go down to Laguna Beach because they have uh, this cove down there with the most pristine trail on the beach. You can rollerblade and you can do all this stuff. And I'm going to bring a lunch down there tomorrow. I would definitely recommend bringing a lunch. And I'm thinking, oh, this is this is nice. She's kind of helping us, telling us what to do around the area. Then she put a marshmallow on her little marshmallow roaster, put it in the fire it started on fire and burned for a minute straight. Then she blew it out. Then she started eating just the crusty outer layers. And the way she was doing it, she was trying to make sure she didn't get any marshmallow on her lips. So she was opening her mouth and like her teeth were showing in a really weird way. And I'm like, Olivia's like, we should go to Laguna Beach. I was like, the fuck we should. We just got invited to a a lunch by a serial killer. And then she would eat the crusty layer and put it back in and burn it again. Then she went to get another box of s'mores and only ate the marshmallows. So you have chocolate and graham crackers sitting in a box that she's never going to touch. The fuck is wrong with you? You're just, you're wasting. Just go ask for a marshmallow, you crazy bitch. I was going, I was going nuts. You do not waste chocolate in front of me. I will throw you in the ocean. And so now I'm nervous. The way she's eating them, she's like, oh, what are you guys doing tomorrow? And I was like, nothing. We're leaving. We won't be here tomorrow. What are you doing? Going to Laguna Beach? We'll go the other way. She's my shark. I almost moved to Kansas. She, yeah. There's no way that you don't show up there and see her all by herself. There's no trail. She's just got a right a tarp on the lawn. And she's like, did you bring a lunch? And you're like, we didn't. And she's like, don't worry. I did. And you're like, 
what did what and you're like it's you like yeah <laughs> oh yeah no shit you get there and there's not a there's not a marshmallow roaster but it's a human size marshmallow roaster and then she just comes and smells your elbow pit ooh salty yeah man I, there's something about that like I I'm I try to I be friendly and see the best in people and everything but there's something about that you know the vacation locations like the yeah and I don't mean like a hotel but I mean the locations within the locations fire pit hot tub right yeah sitting area near a beach if you're at a place I feel like, I feel like we're doing $25,000 pyramid um places you can get murdered <laughs> Places, places a s'more lady will eat your nutsack, and not in a fun way. Places lonely people go and force you into conversations. <laughs> but yeah, anytime somebody, like, there's not a lot of more bummery feelings than you and your best friend or you and your significant other sitting in, like, a nice hot tub on a vacation all by yourself, and then some fucking Jeffrey sits down into the hot tub with you like, where are you guys from? <laughs> Well, we're going to take off, Jeff. This is not, this is not for us. <laughs> hey, I got to go. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>